This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Monday the 6th of February. A huge earthquake has killed more than 2,400 people across Turkey and northwest Syria, as freezing weather hampers the efforts to find survivors. The magnitude 7.8 quake brought down whole apartment blocks, and the tremor was followed in the early afternoon by another large quake of 7.7. Gabriel Gavin is a journalist in Istanbul. Turkish seismologists say that they're expecting a large number of certainly aftershocks, but some Uh, more seismic activity that could be even more significant. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The second quake was similar in scale to the first, which I think just piles on more and more misery and more and more challenges on those trying to free people trapped underneath the rubble. Abdul Khatib Al-Hamdo is a reporter, activist and English teacher based in Idlib in Syria near the earthquake. He's told Times Radio at first... He thought it was a bombing attack. Then when it became longer, I know that it's an earthquake and then longer and stronger, then really I didn't know what to do with my family. Just, okay, where to go, what to do. In fact, unfortunately, we have no rules, no places to do. The only rule that we have is to survive the way you have, the, the way you choose. You can make it or you don't make it. Of course, we survived, but of course, unfortunately, many others couldn't do it. The Foreign Secretary James Cleverley says the UK sending immediate support including a team of 76 search and rescue specialists, equipment and rescue dogs. When I heard about it early this morning, I immediately contacted my Turkish opposite number to express our condolences and to give an offer of assistance. And in response to uh, Turkish requests, we have deployed a search and rescue team uh, who will be leaving uh, soon and should be on the ground shortly to give the Turkish authorities the help that they need to try and uh, save as many lives as possible. In Syria, the UK has for many years provided support to the White Helmets rescue team, which has operated to save lives during the civil war in the country. Hombeline Dullier is from the charity CAFOD and is the Syria Emergency Programme Manager. She says it's a race against time due to the cold weather. It's been raining, it's been snowing, um, there have been uh, heavy rains, uh, heavy winds um, and and the temperatures are below zero, so um, we need to find people as soon as possible uh, because people are stuck under rubbles. But there's, they're also, um, yeah, the 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 cold is gonna also affect that, and and um, we fear that this is going to increase the death toll as well. The British Red Cross has launched an emergency fundraising appeal to support the response and get aid to those who need it. The Prime Minister has been urged to swallow his pride and negotiate a pay rise for NHS staff as it experiences its biggest strike in history. Labour's called on Rishi Sunak to take part in negotiations with the unions to end the strikes. Times Radio's Eleanor Shearwood has been on the picket line at the Royal Sussex County Hospital. For the first time, nurses and ambulance staff are walking out. And here in Brighton, they've joined forces to demand better pay and patient safety. I asked them what working in the health service is like at the moment. People are dying in the corridors. Something needs to change. These people have worked their whole lives contributing tax to the NHS and when it's their turn that they need care, we can't provide good care. We have not got the tools in place. The government says their demands are unaffordable, but that hasn't dampened the determination here today. 
These health workers have been chanting about how they're mighty and strong, but feel undervalued. Former colleagues of a head teacher found dead at her home with her husband and daughter have paid tribute to what they described as their dear friend. Emma Patterson of Epsom College died on Sunday with her daughter Letty and her husband George. Surrey police have not disclosed the cause of their deaths but say they are confident that no one else was involved. The discovery was made at their home in the grounds of the independent school. Author Sir Salman Rushdie says he feels lucky to be alive after he was attacked on stage at a literary event in upstate New York last year, speaking for the first time since the incident. He's told The New Yorker magazine he's beginning to feel better and his overwhelming feeling is gratitude that he was not more seriously injured. The man suspected of attacking Rushdie has been charged with attempted murder and assault, which he denies. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.